Hello and welcome to the MicroSamplify podcast, a partner to the microsampling blog from Neoterics. Listen in as we hear from key thought leaders in research science and medicine testify to the powers of microsampling in their industry. For this episode of the MicroSamplify podcast, we are speaking with Mike Wright, Scientific Director, Drug Development Solutions at LGC. LGC, also known as LGC Group, is an international life sciences measurement and testing company that provides reference materials, genomic solutions, and analytical testing products and services. The Drug Development Solution Division within LGC is a contract research organization based in Fordham, Cambridgeshire, England, that has more than 20 years experience working to GLP and GCP on a wide range of species and matrices and includes LGC's Immunogenicity Center of Excellence. Most recently, the center developed the first commercially available SARS-CoV-2 antibody test in the UK that is compatible with Neoterex's Mitra microsampling device for at-home collection. And Mr. Wright played a key role in that effort. Hello, Mike, and welcome to the MicroSamplify podcast from Neoterex. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us about your work at LGC's Immunogenicity Center of Excellence. Well, thank you for inviting me uh, on this podcast. I'm happy to speak with you about uh, how we use microsampling within the Drug Development Solutions Division at LGC and about our new COVID-19 antibody assay. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at LGC? Sure. Uh, so after completing my studies uh, in my hometown of Perth in Western Australia, I began my career in clinical research groups, first in Australia and then later in Germany. Um, but by 2001, I'd moved to the UK and I took a position working with Professor Neil Dalton and Charles Turner in their inherited metabolic disease laboratory, which at the time was a guy's hospital in London, but now moved to the Evelina Children's Hospital. Now, this was a defining period in my career um, as it was the first, as the laboratory was one of the early adopters and promoters of quantitative LCMS in clinical diagnostics, uh, particularly in the screening of PKU and MCAD in newborns, but also in the measurement of a range of biomarkers as part of the assessment of inherited diseases. This was also my first exposure to the use of microsampling, um, as our samples were typically dry blood spots from newborn babies. Now, after a number of years working in clinical diagnostics, therapeutic drug monitoring, and clinical trials, I moved to the Drug Development Solutions Division at LGC, first as a principal scientist, and then for the last two and a half years as scientific director. Uh, my team oversee all of the LCMS ligand binding assay and fly cytometry methods that are being deployed in our bioanalytical laboratories in, in Cambridgeshire. Can you give us an overview of the services that LGC Group provides and specifically the services that your Immunogenicity Center of Excellence provides? Yeah, so the, the Drug Development Solutions Division supports our pharmaceutical industry partners in developing life-saving and life-improving drugs. 
the motto of LGC is is science for a safer world, and and I like to think that the work we do epitomizes that slogan. Um, our bioanalytical laboratories are one of the the largest in Europe, and we support large and small molecule drug development through its life cycle of preclinical through to phase one, two, and three clinical trials. The Immunogenicity Center of Excellence sits within our large molecule bioanalysis group, which comprises of approximately 70 scientists and regulatory project managers and based at our, our Fordham laboratories. The, uh, the centre has over 10 years of experience of developing and validating assays to support clinical and preclinical immunogenicity programs. In doing so, we use gold standard technologies for method development like MSD and AlphaLyza and Gyrolab, uh, but also cutting edge approaches to drug and target tolerance requirements. And we're an industry leader in the implementation of SAS for statistical analysis and labware limbs for data management. Your team at LGC's Center in Fordham has a reputation for operating to the highest scientific and quality standards. I understand that your operating capacity and your rapid turnaround and logistics support large, complex protocols. Can you discuss the types of projects your group tackles and how microsampling fits into those projects? Yeah, so I mean, as you mentioned earlier, our bioanalysis laboratories have been GLP, GCP accredited for over 20 years, and we support many large trials, in some cases coordinating as many as 140 different sites to deliver PK, biomarker and immunogenicity studies. And because we work with so many different pharmaceutical and biotech partners, we see a huge variety in the types of trials and diseases uh, that are being targeted. And microsampling can play a role in, in many of these. Um, so for, for preclinical work, uh, the move by, by the industry to microsampling has been driven by the three R principles for more humane animal research. The pre three R's being replacement reduction and, and refinement of animal testing. But for clinical trials, um, microsampling, at least in our experience, is usually considered when looking and working with vulnerable patient types, such as newborns, or for diseases that are acute in nature, such as headaches or even indigestion, where it's impractical to try to have the patients in a clinic while you wait for symptoms to appear. I mean, you don't know when you're going to have a migraine and you need the medication when it happens. So these sorts of studies benefit from a sampling device that can be operated at home. In addition to that, a number of years ago, I, I performed phlebotomy as part of my job. And it quickly became apparent to me that for a number of patients, a venipuncture can be a very invasive procedure. Um, for example, it can be challenging to perform a blood draw on someone with extreme anorexia. Uh, some people suffer from needle phobias, um, and that can make it a very distressing experience. And if you're working with recovering or recovered drug addicts, the psychological impact of putting a needle in their vein can be profound, whereas performing a finger prick capillary blood draw combined with a device like the Mitra circumvents these issues. Um, and in my opinion, as healthcare and bioanalytical communities, we have a duty of care to provide the most appropriate and ethical options we have available for studies involving these vulnerable patient groups. I'm glad you raised that issue. I feel that people don't always speak about the emotional side of blood sampling. So I, I appreciate that having a child who does go for blood draws and finds them quite tra traumatic, actually. 
Your team at LGC recently developed a SARS-CoV-2 antibody assay that is the first in the UK to utilize Mitra microsampling with VAMS technology from Neoterex. Can you tell us more about your COVID-19 assay and how you developed it? Sure. So not long after the COVID-19 pandemic began, the scientists in our Immunogenicity Centre of Excellence began working on a SARS-CoV-2 antibody test, which we're pleased to announce has recently completed validation. The drive at LGC was to create an assay that could be used for both traditional serum samples, but also with the Mitra devices to enable home or remote sampling. In this current era of social distancing, we recognize the importance of, of removing the need for a patient to come into a clinic and physically see a phlebotomist. But the first step was to develop and validate the serum antibody assay and ensure that it demonstrated sufficient sensitivity and specificity, whilst also meeting the performance criteria set out in both government guidance and recommendations from the Royal College of Pathologists. We did this by analyzing a large cohort of pre-pandemic patient samples as our negative control group. And included in this control group were up to 40 patient samples that were positive for antibodies against four other coronaviruses, along with a number of other confounding interferences and disease states. As our positive control group, we analyzed samples from COVID-19 patients where the presence of SARS-CoV-2 virus had been confirmed by the PCR test. From these assessments, our assay demonstrated sensitivity of 98% and specificity of 100%. Interestingly, the one COVID-19 sample that tested negative for antibodies in our assay also tested negative on the Roche, Alexis, and the Siemens total antibody assays, suggesting that this patient may not have seroconverted or perhaps that the PCR test was a false positive. We were also interested in looking at how our assay performed compared to other commercial assays. And so we exchanged cohorts of samples with our collaborators who ran them using the SARS-CoV-2 antibody assays on the Roche, Abbott and Siemens platforms in their own laboratories. In each case, there was a high level of agreement with only one sample giving a slightly positive result by the Abbott assay and, and a negative on ours. So now that we were confident in the performance of our serum assay, we then validated the assay for use with the Mitra device and subsequently tested it for concordance. So to characterize the assay, we created surrogate samples using the positive and negative control serum that I described earlier and combined with fresh packed red cells from healthy volunteers. Um, once we were happy that the assay gave the same results in the surrogate samples as it did in the serum samples that they were created from, we then ran a study using volunteers who had both venous draw blood for serum and a finger prick capillary sample collected onto a Mitra device done at the same time. And these paired samples matched perfectly, giving identical results and, and a lot of confidence to us. Lastly, we needed a testability of the antibodies on the devices. And we were pleased to find that the dried blood Mitra samples were stable when stored at room temperature or even 35 degrees Celsius uh, meaning that they could be transported in the post. Excellent. 
Can you explain from a drug development and testing perspective what you are looking for in a high-quality blood sample for lab analysis and how the Mitra microsampling device helps fulfill that? So firstly, we, we needed a device that's approved as a CE-marked IVD. And then secondly, we assessed a number of devices for the uh, patient experience, as we called it, because we wanted to see wanted a device that was easy for people to use unaided. Right. Um, and thirdly, whilst the assay is qualitative, we wanted to know what our measurement of uncertainty was at the cutoff index. And so we wanted a volumetric sampler to reduce variability. And the Mitra device met all of these requirements. And finally, we already have extensive experience over a number of years using the Mitra device for our small molecule applications at LGC and have developed our own workflows for handling them. So for us, the Mitra was an obvious choice. What equipment is LGC using in the lab at the Immunogenicity Center of Excellence? And did you have to adjust your setup to be comp compatible with Mitra microsampling and the VAMS technology? Uh, in short, not really, because uh, we employ a number of technologies such as um, the MSD and Alphalyzer and Gyrolab in our immunogenicity workflows. And this particular assay was developed on the MSD platform using viral spike protein as capture and detection. Now, the one downside of using dried samples like the Mitra instead of serum is the impact of dilution. Uh, for example, our assay uses a 20 microliter mitra sampler, and then we reconstitute the dried blood in 200 microliters of extraction buffer. So there's a tenfold dilution before you even think about the hematocrit. However, our serum assay uh, on the MSD already uses a large dilution step before or prior to measurement. So this dilution with using the mitra was of little concern for us in this instance. Um, Another benefit for the Mitra device is that it's compatible with 96-well plate format. So once we've performed the extraction step, we can leverage our liquid handling capabilities in the same way we would for typical liquid samples. What this uh, opened up for us is the possibility of running large clinical immunogenicity studies using Mitra devices, which could be very beneficial for clinical trials in the COVID era. Um, it also links nicely to recent technological advancements in the biomarker arena. For example, earlier this year, we validated the new Samoa HDX platform from Quanterix for use in regulated studies. Now, this is a highly sensitive technology, and the sensitivities that can be achieved with this platform can potentially offset the impact of dilution when using Mitra devices for biomarker programs. Hmm. Is there anything else you would like to add about what makes the LGC Center unique from other CROs or labs in England or elsewhere? Yeah, we, we have a unique heritage as a pharmaceutical contract laboratory that has developed from the world's leading sports drug surveillance lab and is part of a large international life sciences group. And this breadth of knowledge across LGC is, is leveraged through our internal science families that bring together specialists from across the company where we can discuss new innovations and, and current challenges. And in addition to that, our method development team at Fordham are multidisciplinary. So you have LCMS specialists working alongside flow cytometry and ligand binding assay specialists. 
And this enables us to select the best technology for a given application. And it provides us with additional insight when adopting new technology for the measurement of drugs and biomarkers in biological fluids. And we've been in this business for a while now. And if you combine our proven track record in bioanalysis and biomarkers and immunogenicity with our data management, PK, sample kits, and logistics services, it gives the customer access to a broad-based laboratory capability and a customized service to help the client get the most from their samples. Thank you, Mike, for speaking with us about how you use microsampling in your center of excellence and also about the service capabilities of LGC Group. We wish you great success, of course, with your SARS-CoV-2 antibody testing and your many other projects. And thanks to our audience for listening to this episode of the Microsamplify podcast, a partner to the Microsampling blog from Neoterics.